Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 930, and I'm Dr. Neil Malley. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, you've probably heard me refer to myself as Dr. Neil, and you may wonder, well, what's his doctorate really in? Well, my doctorate is in public health, where my emphasis was chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my Master of Public Health degree with an emphasis in health promotion and health education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. When I'm not doing this podcast, I'm actually full-time faculty at California State University San Bernardino, where I teach nutrition students. I've also been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on all the things I talk about on this show, and I've published research and presented at national conferences. I share all of that with you because I hope that you feel confident that the information I share with you is the truth. I want to help you ignore some of these health and fitness myths and get down to what's really true. What do the data say? What does the research say? And so with that, let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hello, my name is Teresa McCurry, and I'm calling to find out what a good pre- and post-workout meal is. I work out about four to five times a week, and burn an average about 500 calories. Thank you. Thank you so much for your question, Teresa. I am thrilled to hear that you are so consistent with your workouts. That is not easy to do. So in my humble opinion, I think that's amazing. Now I'm gonna start by saying, I am not sponsored by any food or supplement manufacturer. My goal, as I just said, is to always tell you the truth to the best of my knowledge. More often than not, my information comes from published research studies. By doing this, I'm hoping that what I report to you comes from a minimally biased perspective. This is because when we rely on other people's experiences with like meal plans or even workout routines or even supplements, there's a really high probability that what they're doing may not work for you at all. This is why we need well-designed studies. 
so we can try and figure out if certain meal plans, for example, work for most. Or if we don't have time to look at all of the data ourselves, the least we can do is look to respected organizations who look at all the research for us and see what they say. My other disclaimer is that when it comes to recommending specific meals, the intensity and duration of your exercise matters too. So my recommendations may not be perfect for you. Plus, I don't know if you have any food allergies or intolerances. And so, of course, you'll wanna pay attention to what your body needs specifically. All right, now that all of that is out of the way, let's finally get to it. Now, as far as the pre-workout meal goes, some of the best things you can do are first, drink one cup of black coffee or plain tea about an hour before your workout, provided you're not sensitive to their effects, and two, hydrate with water. So can you tell? Hydration is important. But let's get a bit more specific. So when it comes to pre-workout fueling, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics says that we should consume one to four grams of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight. And we should do this anywhere from one or up to four hours before exercise. Okay, so we have to do a little bit of math to figure all of this out. Stick with me, it's not that bad. Let's say a person weighs 150 pounds. We first need to convert their body weight from pounds to their weight in kilograms because in the US, we still use pounds and not the metric system. So to do this, divide their body weight by 2.2. Using my example, we would divide 150 pounds by 2.2. Let's see, plugging this into my imaginary calculator, we find that 150 pounds is equivalent to 68.2 kilograms. Now, no matter what you weigh, you would use the same exact formula. Take your body weight in pounds and divide it by 2.2. Okay, now that we know this hypothetical body weight in kilograms, the math is super simple from here. The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics says we need one gram of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight. So we don't need to do any more math. We have our answer. Using our example, we said 150 pounds is the same as 68.2 kilograms. And because the minimum recommendation is to get one gram of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight, we would multiply 68.2 times one, which is 68.2. So that means if you weighed 150 pounds, you should consume about mm, 68.2 or let's round up 70 grams of carbohydrate before a workout at a minimum. Now, when it comes to types of carbohydrate, they recommend we avoid foods that are really high in fiber and or really high in fat. That's because both fiber and fat will slow the digestion of these carbs, which may affect your workout in a bad way. So before your workout, maybe an hour before, you could eat a whole English muffin topped with a tablespoon of fruit spread and a medium-sized apple on the side. That would give you about 70 grams of carbohydrate. Oh, And if you're wondering about protein and why there's no protein recommendation, that's because studies are mixed when it comes to how much protein you need before a workout. So most health organizations say, focus on getting enough carbs before a meal. Protein, we're gonna worry about a little bit later. Now, if you're a marathoner or triathlete, then you can consume up to four grams of carbohydrate per kilogram body weight. So for a 150-pound person, this would be like eating 273 grams of carbohydrate one to four hours before the workout. Now, for many people, 273 grams of carbs is practically a whole day's worth. That's why I said this four grams of carbohydrate recommendation is really best for ultra-endurance athletes, not the average gym goer. Okay, so what should we eat after we've expended all of that energy and we've done all of that hard work? Well, 
we're in luck because the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics has an opinion on that too. First, you wanna be sure you hydrate. So definitely drink some water immediately after your workout. When it comes to food, they say we should consume some more carbohydrates after the workout because after exercise, there is more blood flow to our muscle cells and the muscle cells are more sensitive to insulin right after the workout, which all means that we can replenish our muscles' energy stores really fast. A different organization, the American College of Sports Medicine, says we should eat these carbs within 30 minutes of finishing our workout. Oh, and since the workout is over, we actually don't have to stress about how much fiber is in these carbs now. When it comes to quantity, the recommendation is to consume the same amount as before, about one gram of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight. So again, if someone weighs 150 pounds, that means they need to consume another 70 grams or so of carbohydrate within 30 minutes after the workout. This is also a good time to add in some protein. Both the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics and the American College of Sports Medicine agree. Oh, hey, when does that ever happen? Two organizations agree about nutrition? Oh my gosh, it's our lucky day. Anywho, both agree that we should aim to consume about 20 grams of protein within 30 minutes after the workout. The belief is that by doing so, it may stimulate muscle growth and prevent muscle breakdown. Digging a little deeper into the research, we find that consuming leucine-rich proteins specifically may be even more helpful. Leucine-rich proteins are found in animal products like meat, chicken, eggs, and dairy. And you may be wondering, how much is 20 grams of protein? Well, for example, three ounces of chicken would contain about 27 grams of protein. And three ounces isn't much. It's about the size of a deck of cards. So after a workout, you could consume three ounces of chicken with a large sweet potato and broccoli on the side, and that should do the trick. That meal should help you replenish the energy in your muscles, as well as promote muscle growth and prevent muscle breakdown. And as a result, hopefully you'll stay functioning at your best before, during, and after your workouts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Teresa. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And you can send me a question at oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or if you'd prefer to do it the old-fashioned way, you can call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. All right, that's another week of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday 
where your optimal life awaits.